0: The MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader, giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. Back. Back.
1: We got to start off with the king, the Super Bowl champ, Mister Patrick Mahomes. Right now, talk about an ADP going about that second round most of the time, and. Consent ECR wise, last I checked, he's ranked number one. Now I have him number three. And I think it goes back to this question I'm about to ask you, Bob. Does the lack of using his legs on a consistent basis, at least or on a Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen basis, bring him down to a QB three or should he be the number one overall?
0: Um, I'm kind of with you on this one. I mean, I, you know, I'm not taking him down to three. I'm taking him down to two. I'll still have Josh Allen ahead of him for that reason. Um, I'm wondering, you know, and, and Jalen Hurts, I mean, you could easily make the argument that he should be there. Right. Um, you know, but, but you're, are we assuming he's going to get all those goal line carries again? Maybe he will I mean, maybe that's the whole plan there, but Mahomes, I think you're just drafting the fact that he has been consistently productive, right? I think that's worth something uh, you know, toss six more touchdown passes, uh, than, you know, than Josh Allen last year, that was pretty good. Uh, averaged more than 300 yards per game for the third time in five seasons that, you know, hits at the consistency, at least one touchdown pass in all 17 games. Uh, so, I mean, there's a lot to like, there. I, I feel like he's like the safest of those guys, right? I think you, you feel the most confident that he's going to continue producing at that same level where you have fears that, you know, Josh Allen at some point that they keep running him so much as, You know, does he put himself at risk of the injuries? And with Jalen Hurts, you know, it's, you know, look, I think he's going to be phenomenal. But has he demonstrated a season over season over season the way Patrick Mahomes has? So I think that's the thing you're drafting with Mahomes is that reasonable confidence that he's going to continue playing at the same pace without any concerns that there's going to be a drop off.
1: No, it's fair. Of all of them, he has the safest floor, it feels like. It, since 2018, obviously the number one finish in 2018, he's had two top four finishes and an eighth finish mixed in there. That was the year he kind of got banged up. Uh, but here's, I guess here's my thing. If I'm going to draft a quarterback number one overall, and with quarterbacks getting pushed up the board the way they are, especially in the first three rounds in that elite tier if you're not going to finish in that top three, and Mahomes has shown while he's super consistent because he doesn't have the rushing upside of some of those other guys, it's not always where he's finishing. I feel like I'm going to be hugely disappointed, let's say, if I take Mahomes in the second round and he's not number one overall. Danielle, do you feel that way or do you just not care because you know you're going to get a safe floor with Mahomes?
2: I honestly don't care. Patrick has been kind of my go-to guy the past few years in fantasy. He hasn't let me down ever, I don't think. I mean, obviously, you're going to have an off game here or there if that happens. Nothing to be concerned about, though. He is very consistent. He gets the job done every single week. And I know that even in the worst-case scenario, he will find Kelsey at max. Like, you know, he's going to find Kelsey some way, somehow Kelsey finds himself to be open all the time. He's a big dude. It's really easy for him to just run all over these defenses. So I'm not too concerned at having him as my number one quarterback. I think obviously this top three list is very interchangeable. I think if you're getting any one of those three, you're obviously a good hands for the season, but due to the consistency that Mahomes has, as we've talked about, I do really like him as my number one QB.
0: I think you can't overlook the, you know, the the relationship with him and Andy Reid, where, you know, he's Mahomes has risen to that level where he's essentially a coordinator on the field. Right. They're in tune. Andy Reid, I mean, arguably right now, the best coach in the NFL. So, you know, all due respect to Bill Belichick. So I think being a great coach has something to do with who your quarterback happens to be at any given time. And in this case, you know, that's where Reid has the edge And, and Mahomes adds to that. With his, you know, with his understanding of the offense, his ability to make off-schedule plays and, and do things like that that keep, you know, that keeps the offense on the field where other teams would not. Yeah, uh,
1: does, does this seem to work that way, right? Belichick, number one coach. Nez, Tom Brady, doesn't have Tom Brady, not number one coach anymore. Yeah, it's funny how that kind of winds up working out. Bob, let me ask you this question while we're on the quarterbacks anyway. You're, we're going into August. It's draft strategy time. Are you going to draft the quarterback in the first three rounds, or are you looking to wait after that?
0: Um, so I feel like I have the, you know, the, the easy, the easy pass here that I'm in so many drafts, I'm doing a lot of different things. And so I'm trying to take the mindset as I'm sitting here talking to audiences and, you know, trying to help people dial in their strategies of what I would do if I was just in a narrow band of drafts. And like, you can make a pretty strong argument for taking one of those top tier guys. I mean, I think, you know, depending on where they go, and I think in most most home so, you know, you're going to start seeing them go at the end of the first round. I don't think any of the top 3 are making it out of the second round. They might make it in the third round in some of the drafts we're doing, you know, but I think they're probably going to mostly be in that top, you know, that top two two rounds. There's a good argument to be made for it, right? And so, um I do think there's a heck of a lot of value. There's only a handful of quarterbacks averaging 20 points per game, and they're among them, right? And and so, you know, and it maybe depends also on your style of play or how you prefer to play. You're, you know, are you a are you swinging big? I'll remind everyone. Nobody cares who comes in second right people care who come in first so are you gonna hammer that value with the other positions that maybe you find better early and still get a great quarterback I mean I think we can go all the way through that list that I mentioned at the top you know and you're talking now that you're drafting your quarterbacks in round five six seven you could go later than that apparently Geno Smith would like a word with us and remind us that you know quarterbacks drafted far into the double digit rounds are capable of top 10 finishes so Again, it depends on your style of play. I'm not against drafting one of those top three quarterbacks. I'm doing a lot in best ball. Don't know that I'll do it in my regular leagues.
1: Yeah, I think that's where I'm at, too. I don't have a problem with the best ball. but When it comes to regular leagues, I feel like it's a big value price to pay, especially for, especially in the case of they have to hit at that ADP, yep. basically. Right. You're drafting them at the ceiling. They have to hit. If they don't hit, you're kind of in the, behind the eight right. ball a little bit. right.
0: Right. but everyone you're drafting that early you're drafting at their ceiling right and you're right. drafting there because you have to in the case of quarterbacks i think that separation is much less than you can maybe and there are players you can hope for that are going to rise up i mean i think we all have i mean we all have hopes that lamar jackson can you know maybe with a new offense and new some new weapons can be better but if you have a belief that somebody's going to rise up uh, then you're definitely better off waiting
1: well i'll tell you one guy i do have rising up and that is justin herbert i actually have him right now five overall not qb7 i'm a little bit higher than the ecr a little bit higher than the adp is at the moment i'm even contemplating depending on how long burrow is actually going to be out moving him in the four and burrows the only one i have a four as of this moment this this is my guy we talked about him a little bit already when we talked about kellen moore but for a down here for him to still finish as a qb what nine or eleven i'm sorry he was still yeah. top 12 quarterback right even in a down year with more weapons, the Quentin Johnson thing is huge. Not just, I don't know what Quentin Johnson himself is necessarily going to do. And we'll talk about him in a second, our expectations for him. But the fact that you have somebody besides Josh Palmer to step in when when and or if it feels inevitable that Keenan Allen or Mike Williams are going to miss games, is huge for Justin Herbert along with the coaching change. That's why I have him in my top five. His his ADP on FFPC right now. He's going in about round seven most of the time. That's what I'm looking for. That's why I'm not necessarily taking the quarterbacks to the top three because my eye is on Herbert jumping that round early and taking him at six. What do you think, Bob?
0: I think it's very like right. Take your guys right. That's I mean that's the whole idea of fantasy football. And we become, this, you know, a prisoners of ADP, right? Where, oh, I don't want to draft this guy now. That's not where he's going. I'll look silly in front of all these people. No, get your guy. You're going to feel a lot less silly during the season when you have a player that you love who's outperforming expectations. You had all these beliefs about, look, it can go the other way too. We all know that. But I mean, th- this is, you know, we all have to remember ADP is not there to tell us when to draft players. It's tell us when players are being drafted so that we may jump ahead and grab them ahead of adp that's you know <clears throat> that's the idea behind adp so don't get trapped in there and think you need to do that and if you have a strong belief about a player dan obviously you, you know you do i mean we all have them about various players <clears throat> then yeah don't be afraid to go get that guy And if people in the room think you're silly so be it uh taunt them even harder when your predictions come true
1: exactly daniel where are you at on this because Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields, Justin Herbert. Where, where do you have Herbert when you have those those four overall in that group?
2: I am right with you. I have him at that fifth spot, obviously, like right behind Burrow. You never know what's going to happen with that, but we're just not going to talk about that right now. Um, but Herbert, I really do like as a quarterback. Ever since he entered into the league, I've really loved watching him play. I think he's a very talented quarterback, and he has this little special quirk about him that I can't really – like pinpoint but is very different than other quarterbacks i just love watching him play despite some coaching issues in the past (laughs) um i do really like herbert and i think this is going to be a really great year for him and when you look at players that in different power rankings that they have directly below him with like aaron Rodgers and lamar jackson i just think that he is better than them and i think no disrespect to aaron Rodgers, i think he's great however he's older he's the jets now and i just have a lot more hope and belief in Herbert over Jackson and fields and Rogers.
1: There you go. Look at that. Look at my co-host on the same page as me. Who would have thunk? Who would have
0: thunk? I'm just going to say here, I'm not here for the old man slander. Come on now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Didn't mean it that way. Didn't mean it that way.
1: <laughs> Daniel alienating our guests. It's, not, it's not
0: an appearance unless I make fun of my own. Age. <laughs>
1: Uh, We talked about Russell Wilson a bit when we, you know, we went in depth with him and talked about Sean Payton. So let's talk about Jimmy Garoppolo to wrap out the quarterback segment here. And I guess the only question is this, because you're not drafting Jimmy from a fantasy standpoint, but it'll tee up the other players we talk about in some later segments. Is he a, a downgrade or an upgrade from Derek Carr? What do you think, Bob?
0: Uh, you know, if uh, if we're splitting hairs here, I'm going to say a downgrade. I think it's kind of a semi-lateral move. We'll see it, 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 which Jimmy G is it—the one who remains on the field more than not. Man, maybe maybe it's not a, maybe it's not necessarily a downgrade. I do think it. You know, if I'm being objective here, it probably is. Um, But also, just you know, he Jimmy Jimmy G is what the coaches want, right? He's more comfortable. They're familiar with him. You know, uh Josh McDaniels' offense, something Jimmy Garoppolo had enough success in to earn himself a ton of money down the road. So I'm pretty, I'm glancing over the top of my TV because there's, you know, they're showing a bunch of teams that we're talking about right now, uh, practicing on NFL Network. And so I I saw Jimmy G was out there today. And I think the comments, uh, you know, from the, the sideline reporters there was, that there was a lot fewer mistakes, uh, you know, in today's practice than there were with him on the field there, or yesterday. I guess they're showing yesterday's practice probably. So because um, it's early in the West Coast, I don't think it ends yeah. up yet. Um, but but I, I do, I, and I think that's the case. I think he can, you know, he can run this offense. And, in you know, you've got some great talents. I'm assuming Josh Jacobs is making some assumptions here that we'll talk about. But also, I have it on good authority. Sources tell me Devontae Adams is very good. And my sources are my eyes. Uh, <laughs> I've watched him play for a while. And he, he, you know, I think we all get a little nervous about, you know, the quarterback situations. I want to remind you, you know, if you were worried about quarterback play last year and it kept you from drafting players, like, I don't know, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, if it kept you from drafting Amari Cooper, uh, then you probably missed the boat on some really good players. And I'm trying not to do that this year. So do I have Di- Devontae dial back a bit? Sure. Um, but not a lot, right? Because I think Jimmy Garoppolo, the, the concern for me is if something happens to Jimmy G and the injuries remain an issue and he's coming off off-season foot surgery, people, we know that, And uh, but he's cleared. He's opening camp. He's uh, off the pup, no pup. There was, was no pup. So uh, I, I think that's all pretty positive. And, and so I think he can. I think he can manage this offense and run it reasonably well. So I have a lot of optimism there. But as far as a fantasy quarterback, no better than a quarterback too. Uh, if I feel really, if I, I really feel good in leagues where, you know, I do a lot of three quarterback drafts and best ball, three quarterback builds. If I get him as that third quarterback. I feel super good.
1: Yeah. He, he's very familiar with the Josh McDaniels system. It was a small sample size, but we saw him be very effective in those few games with the Patriots. It's a big reason why 49ers wanted him in that, in that trade over there. And I don't know that he's a downgrade in that sense, because right. I think he fits what McDaniels wants to exactly. do better. Now, the questions you bring up, and we always have to talk about with Jimmy, is how many games you are going to play? From that sense, you could be a downgrade because Derek Carr, actually, you know, he's he's pretty durable. He stays on the field no matter how much as he's getting hit. So that's going to be a question. If you told me Jimmy G is going to play at least 15 games this year, I'd say they have an upgrade overall at offense because he's going to run the system a bit better from that standpoint. What, what do you think, Danielle, quickly? What, what do you think is an uh, upgrade or downgrade?
2: I think it's an upgrade, just hopefully he stays healthy.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much how you wrap it up.